Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Ink Drinkers. I'm Natalie. And I'm Erica. On today's episode, we will be discussing Shadow and Bone by Lee Bardugo. As always, this is not a family-friendly podcast, and there will be spoilers. All right, let's jump in with a summary of Shadow and Bone for any listeners who haven't read the book or anyone who might need a refresher. Orphaned and expendable, Alina Starkov is a soldier who knows she may not survive her first trek across the Shadowfold, a swath of unnatural darkness crawling with monsters. But when her regiment is attacked, Alina unleashes dormant magic not even she knew she possessed. Now Alina will enter a lavish world of royalty and intrigue. And she trains with the Grisha, her country's magical military elite, and falls under the spell of their notorious leader, the Darkling. He believes Alina can summon a force capable of destroying the Shadowfold and reuniting their war-ravaged country, but only if she can master her untamed gift. As the threat to the kingdom mounts and Alina unlocks the secrets of her past, she will make a dangerous discovery that could threaten all she loves and the very future of a nation. All right, so first thoughts on this book. (laughs) Okay, so I felt like it was super straightforward and um, easy to read. I felt like everything was really, like, clear-cut as far as the betrayals went and everything. Like, whenever it happened, it was just kind of like, yep, here it is. Here's here's just everything. And, like, even when Alina met the Darkling, she was, like, scared of him, and she didn't really know, like, what his power was. Ivan was really quick to be like, here it is. And just, like, they weren't, yeah. they didn't really try to hide anything. They were just kind of like, okay, here's everything. Just kind of gave it to you, kind of, like, on a platter. And I felt like that made it really, like, smooth and easy to read. And it was kind of refreshing to have, to have that. Because a lot of times you're just kind of, like, on the edge of your seat. And you're, like, trying to figure out, like, oh, what's going to happen next? And, and what about this? And where's the next betrayal going to be? But I feel mm-hmm. like in this book it was kind of just like, here it is. It's right here. Like... And I feel like for me, I like to try to guess, mm-hmm. like, who's going to be the villain, who's going to, like, do the betraying and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like me trying to, like, see, oh, am I smarter than, like, the author on this? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you. I like that it was, like, really straightforward um, because it just makes it, like you said, it makes it easier to read. Mm-hmm. On the flip side of that, on the technical aspect... Um, I was really kind of surprised because, of course, Shadow and Bone is incredibly popular. Um, mm-hmm. And Lee Bardugo, just in general, is really popular um, and is, you know, just really doing well um, in her career right now. I've yeah. read a little bit of her book, um, Ninth House, mm-hmm. which isn't YA opposed to this series, which is. Yeah. Um, and her writing was absolutely fantastic. And as far as I've read into Ninth House. So when I started Shadow and Bone, I was a little surprised yeah. because I felt like her writing was a little rougher on the edges at mm-hmm. first. Um, and then, and not to say like it was bad by any means because I don't think it was it was bad. And I really, really like her um, and I like her writing style. It was just not what I was expecting. Yeah. But then it got like... I don't want to say better as the book went on because it wasn't bad to begin with. I think it got smoother mm-hmm. as the book went on, which I was really pleasantly surprised. Um, and I think a lot of that is, like, the audience that she's geared to and mm-hmm. her herself because I think Shadow and Bone was her first series. So I think she was think a young... Right. I think she was still a young writer at that point. But also you have to think, like, Shadow and Bone is geared very much towards the younger side mm-hmm. of YA. And then Six of Crows is, like, the older side of YA. And then yeah. Ninth House isn't is, really new YA. Yeah. 
Um, so I think it's, I think she just knows her audience. Yeah, definitely. And I just, I just thought that was interesting because we're not YA. Yeah. Um, so I kind of sometimes forget like going into it that we're, cause I don't like, I don't, I don't like to stuff us in a box and I don't really like to like stuff the books that we read and the genres that we like into a box so I don't really think yeah. of it as being like YA and obviously like yeah we're not YA. I feel like to me at the end of the day if it's a good book it's oh, a good yeah, book. Oh yeah absolutely. Like it doesn't really matter the genre. Absolutely um it was just I don't know I guess since I read Ninth since I read a little bit of Ninth House first I that's kind of like the writing style I was expecting. Yeah. Um and that's obviously like not what I got. It was still really good. Mm-hmm. Still really like it like her like her writing style. Um it was just interesting to me to like see that difference. Yeah. And I think if anything it speaks to um her talent to be able to write in different styles and still yeah. put together really even, good stories. Yeah, because even I noticed a difference between this and, like, the little bit that I've read of Six of Crows because Six of Crows is very dark compared mm-hmm. to this. Just, like, and she makes it clear from the beginning, like, just her style of writing is darker, but also, like, she makes the setting itself darker, and so you can just tell, like, it's all around going to be, like, just a darker book, and I feel right. like this, even though... Like, they deal with some dark things, and there's the Darkling and, like, all this stuff. It still stuff. felt it's, like a light book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's still very much a light book, I feel like. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I really... I don't know. I just enjoyed the whole thing. I really liked Alina's... Even though this is a, um, you know, a three-book series, and you don't really expect, like... A whole lot of character development you know in the first book mm-hmm. I feel like Alina did a good bit of developing that oh, I yeah. wasn't expecting yeah but was really good to see I wasn't sure how she was gonna handle it when uh, Bagra came to her and was like you have to leave now yeah and she started to panic I was like oh which I cheated and I um, watched the Netflix series yeah. before I read this book. Um, and it's not really comparing because I know that they differ and I definitely saw those differences. Um, but having having uh, watched the show, I kind of figured how it was going to go. Yeah. But when she started to freak out, I was like, Oh no! This could oh. this could go really badly, <laughs> yeah. really fast. Um, I kind of felt the same way too, just because I was like, at that point she didn't have any reason to doubt the Darkling or anything yeah, that he exactly. had ever told her. So mm-hmm. there wasn't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was it was a he it was definitely a he versus she thing, mm-hmm. and yeah. I um I think she ultimately only believed her. Because when, that's his mother. And yeah, And so she exactly. was like, well, if if this mother is turning on her own child, there has to be a reason for that. I feel like that was the only reason she ended up believing him. I feel like if anybody else had, believing her, I feel like if anybody else had come to her and been like, hey, you need to leave, like, this was she would have she she been like, nah. Yeah, she would have been like, okay, whatever, and just kind of left it there. Which I don't even see what Bagra did as turning on the Darkling. No. I mean, like, obviously, from the Darkling's perspective, yes, yeah. that's absolutely what his mother was doing. But I really, 
saw it kind of how she saw it, where she, she said something along the lines of, you know, as his mother, I can't let him continue to do this. Yeah. Um, and she, yeah. Which I totally agree with. And Absolutely. Once, and I don't once we figured out that that was his mother, I feel like it made a lot of sense. Like, yes. their relationship, because they had always talked to each other, like, kind of differently. Like, he was the only one that really kind of, like, disrespect. Disre- yeah, yeah, disrespectfully. He was the only one that, like, really disrespected her and she, and she was the only yeah, one yeah, that okay. disrespected she him. She gave him so much attitude. Yeah. Like and and, and, and Alina and, noted she was like, What in the world is yeah. this lady doing talking to him like this? Exactly. And so I always felt like their relationship was a little bit weird. I was like, how do they like first of all, why do they keep like why does he keep obviously coming to her if they're just gonna fight when they're there? Yeah. Like, but then after <laughs> after Yeah. After that Alina was sense. like, Oh, you're his mom, I was like, Oh yeah, okay. That's right. That that Also that's I don't right. understand why Bagra made Alina put two and two together. Right? Because it, they were in such an intense situation at that moment. She was like, You have to go and you have to go now. I don't understand why she wouldn't have just like grabbed Alina by the shoulders and been like I'm his mother I know everything you need to trust me you have to like it kind of and I get that that's not like Bagra's style like she's very abrasive and like yeah you stupid girl but also but at the same like- time like she could see that Alina wasn't believing her and that yeah. Alina was having like a a massive internal struggle yeah so I feel like hey mama that's the time. That's the time to be like, listen. Yeah, but I think you got to go. I think if she had done it like that, Elena would have ended up not believing her and just been like, "You're crazy," and walked away. I feel like, and I feel like Bagger knew that. I think she knew that she needed to put it together for herself, or she wasn't yeah, going to believe it. Um, and so I think she just did what she could to like speed that process along and be like, "All right, can you get there already? Because we gotta go. We're on a time cruncher. Yeah. Come on." Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I definitely think you have a point there. I just, I guess it was just, like, frustrating on my part to be like, woman, you have the ace up your sleeve. Yeah. Play it so we can get this on the road. Because I was, like, on the edge of my seat. Like, are they going to be caught? Are they Mm -hmm. not? Is she going to make it out? Like, what's going to happen? And what's going to happen to Bagra? And just, like, and I can't believe that that Bagra had the patience to wait for Alina to put two and two together. Yeah. That, she, and I think that also kind of, like, played into my whole, why, just tell her. Yeah. Because I was like, why are you just waiting? Y'all are on, like, a serious time crunch, and she's obviously, like, one sentence away from a full-on mental breakdown. Yeah. Understandably, because she's been through hell. Yeah, for sure. So, like, make it a little easier on the girl. Yeah. <laughs> um... Okay, so what are your feelings about the Darkling? Like, just by himself, just as a whole. Like, I don't, like, what do you, like, specifically? Like, okay, because. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's a really good villain. Yes, I like him as a villain, and, okay, so this is why. Because he's. I feel like he's going to end up being a villain that's really relatable because in the book, when the Darkling catches Alina and they're talking and whatever, he says, all it took was whispers from Bagra for you to turn on me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like 
That is 100% a man that's been alive for too long. Oh, yeah. Because he was like, why would I... Because he said, why would I trust you when you heard whispers from Bagra and that was all it took for you? Can we also talk about the fact that, okay, obviously he's been alive for a very long time. His mother is still alive, so she's been along for Mm -hmm. a very large amount of time. The (laughs) last... This is going to sound a little eh, but the lack of character development, all right, because he was the one who created the Shadow Fold. Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. And he's still going on with it. Yeah. Like, there's, there, I mean, I guess there's character development in that you're really stuck with it. <laughs> But I, I mean, like, you it, were wrong, got, like, like, hyper fixated on it. Because yeah, I feel like he's been alive yes. for so long that he's just, like, fuck people in general. I feel like he's been, I feel like he probably started off as a good guy. But he got betrayed, like, too many times. And so he's like, fuck people as a whole. I'm going to wipe out everybody. And so when he created the Shadow Fold, I think he was like, oh, cool. I did, like, this is what I wanted. And then he realized that he couldn't expand it because of the Volcrat. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like he just kind of, like, chilled and was yeah. just like biding, biding his, time his time exactly until the sun summoner came because eventually the sun summoner yeah, is gonna exactly. show up but like my whole thing is like he's obviously the villain he obviously like has not progressed from he hasn't seen what he hasn't seen his wrongness he hasn't seen or mm-hmm. or or he recognizes what he did was bad and he just doesn't care you know there's no character development of like oh shit i messed up type of situation whereas on the flip side of that his mother is still alive and she has had character development of like i'm not gonna let you keep doing this like i don't care that i'm old i don't care that it would be so easy for you to kill me like i've watched you do all this and i can't do it in anymore i won't allow you to keep being the bad guy essentially and it doesn't address it in this book so I don't know, and I won't, like, say specifically, but in the show, they do a flashback to him creating the Shadow Fold. Mm-hmm. And obviously, since we didn't get into this book, I don't know if what they showed in the show is accurate to the books. Okay. But in the show, it was relatable. It was like a, yeah, I I get it. I get yeah. it. And so if that's accurate, I do. I I get it. Yeah. You know, like with most villains, I get the story, I get how it happened. But it, it's like such a dude thing to be like alive for such a long time and, and hyperfixate on that and hyperfixate on so one thing and just yeah. like not have any growth elsewhere. Like, come on, you've had yeah. so much time to like do things and but also and create yourself that and the story is from like Alina's point of view so he could have sure. done other things to like try to further like what he's trying to do and then mm-hmm. he just kind of like dropped that when Alina showed up and maybe that's why Definitely. we don't like see that yeah that's true um, because we, he does have all these followers around him yeah absolutely all these all other people oh, I don't feel like these people would continue to follow him if he was just like absolutely stagnant just being like yeah I'm just chilling waiting on the song yeah center. no no like, no no for sure and he's definitely done a good job of hiding what his what his motives are yeah um and and building himself up to be this guy who is feared but also respected and mm-hmm. obviously you know he's one of a kind um so you know people are gonna excuse me pay attention to that yeah 
For sure. And um, naturally fear that anyways, and he kind of plays on that, like, mm-hmm. hard, which... Yeah, 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 definitely, oh, which, plays. yeah, is what he's, yeah, that's what he's gonna do because of his, you know, his goals. Um, but kind of, like, coming full circle, talking about him as a, as a villain, can we talk about how incredible Alina would have been as a villain. Oh, yeah. If Bagra had not come to her, had she fully, fully fallen under the Darkling's spell, mm-hmm. had she not realized what was going... She would have been so good. Oh, oh chef's kiss. Yeah. She would have been the ultimate perfect villain that mm-hmm. we could have all just cheered on... And I, like, obviously you have to have, you know, the good versus evil struggle and everything. But just, like, thinking about that, like, alternate universe yeah. that that could have been, she would have been be so great. outside of him, though. Yeah, like, but, like, they would have been, like, the ultimate oh, yeah, power sure. villain couple, like, yeah. I want, taking okay, over I, everything. That would have been so cool. Yeah, I, and I really want that. I feel like a lot of times in books, it's like the male is the villain, and then the the female is like the hero or whatever. And or I'm like really the villain, want, but like, like not as feared and respected as. Yeah. And I'm like, I and want. I really just want the opposite of that. So if anybody has a good book where it's a female villain that is absolutely terrifying. And like the like villain, not like the sidekick v- villain. Like yes, like the main villain. Like what Harley Quinn her. should have fully been. Oh my god! Yes. Not in the Joker shadow. I want full on Harley Quinn domination. Yes. So if anybody knows a book like that, please send it to our email. Yes, send absolutely. Send it to us because I would really like to read that. Mm-hmm. I need that in my life. Just a full-on female villain that's just like, yeah, fuck you and fuck everything. Fuck all of this. I'm gonna destroy all of you. Yes. Um, absolutely. I'm really, I'm really excited to see where the book goes from here. I am too. Because also, it ended so well. Yeah. They ended so, oh, she did such a good job. Yeah, I agree. With the ending. Um, also, I know he. I know Ivan is like a side character, like sidekick bad guy. Um, Why? But I really appreciate him as a bad guy as yeah. well because he's very straightforward. Like he was kind of a dickhead to Lena to mm-hmm. begin with, but he was like, "You're useful, so I'll be civil." And then the second she wasn't useful anymore, he was, he was like, like Fuck "Yeah, you. we're done with this." And I really respect <laughs> that. I really respect that he was straightforward the entire time and was yeah, like because there was never. Even when he was being, like, civil towards her, he was still being a dickhead. Yeah, and he so never I liked her. that he yeah. was, like, just all Consistent. Yeah, yeah, he was I very consistent. Yeah. I really <laughs> Absolutely. And um, what was the other guy's name who was, like, what did he say? Oh, he means well. Um, it was the other guy that was um, in their care. I know yeah, his name. I know who you're talking about. Um, I'm going to try to find it. Hold on. Uh, do 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 do. He. Intermission. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, hold on! I think I passed it. There's Ivan, and I'm probably gonna butcher his name. A lot of these names are like um. Are based in like uh. Like Russian. Yeah, east. Yeah, Eastern European. I had to, like, do a compass in my head <laughs> real quick before I, like, totally put it. 
don't judge me. Um, not Alexi. I hope I'm saying that right because he doesn't make it. Mm -hmm. Um, was it, is it Fed your, feed your, feed your, feed. Please hold. I'm going to Google so that we don't absolutely butcher this. I'm pretty sure we just did, but. Um, was it Y-O-R? Yes. Okay. Um, let's see. But he was, like, so nice. Yeah, he was nice. Even when she ran into him later, he was still nice. Yes, and I could, I appreciated that consistency as well. I liked the be, be, door, be door. That's the hold on, Emma, but Fedor, 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 Fedor. That makes sense, Fedor. If that's wrong, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we googled, so if that's wrong, Google told us wrong. Um. <laughs> Anyways, I yes, I appreciated the consistency of him, and I appreciated the consistency of Ivan, mm -hmm. um, yeah. where they were both opposites, where, yeah, Ivan was a total, like, dick the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. How do you feel about Mal? That boy be stupid. Like, he's smart. Like, like... <laughs> I like him, but, like, wake the fuck up. She's in love with you, you idiot. Okay, I don't like them together. I like him, and I feel like he's useful. And he's like, very whatever, useful. But I don't like them together, and here's why. The sentence where he said, I'm sorry it took me so long, but I see you now. Eh, no. Are you now? Now that she's defeated death how many times? Now that, like, know. what, now, now that, that somebody she, else saw her as worthy, now yeah. you see her? Now that she put on a few pounds, her face cleared up, she found who she was as a person outside of you, now you see her? Sir, you, have, you had a year's You had long your entire life. of opportunity? Get the fuck out of my face. Y'all have literally been friends your entire lives. Like, they came to the orphanage when they were around eight. They're, what, probably... 19 in this book? Yeah, I would say at least. You had a whole 19. decade, my guy. Yeah. And what and whole 10 years. And now that someone who's more powerful than you mm -hmm. is showing interest in her. Now you see her. Now oh, really? I see you. Now I and see you. The fact that he really said that's Sorry, not what we so want. Long, but I see you now. I mean, no. thanks for apologizing, but uh, too yeah. late. Like, your ship has sailed, my guy. She officially deserves better than you. If you had not said that sentence, I would have been down. I would have been like, all right, okay. that's like whatever. It's a na I feel like that's a, like a natural cor course. Yeah. You know, for them to take to go. F I mean, and like uh, don't don't get us wrong not like discrediting their friendship you know they've had each other's backs since they were but at this point, children fuck off <laughs> yeah i just felt like that was so disrespectful for mm -hmm. her like she already doesn't see herself as being worthy right yeah. you know she already doesn't think that she's pretty she already is having such a hard time coming to terms with her power exactly and then you like throw that out there like that wasn't 
You go like, oh, now I see you. Now I recognize you as a... That as wasn't a, a compliment. As an attractive female human exactly. being. Exactly. Like, that wasn't a compliment. No. That wasn't like a, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Can we have sex now? Like, no! Yeah, no. Mm, that's not what women want. Yeah. Basically what you said was, I've been too preoccupied with all the other pretty girls. Yeah. And now that it looks like I'm going to be stuck with you since we're literally on the run for our lives, I guess you'll do. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. You're a good tracker. You're a good tracker. I'll give you that. I'll give you props for, for hunting down the herd that could never be found. Kudos to you, but fuck right off with that bullshit, man. Exactly. And then when the Darkling was trying to make it seem like more had happened, like, between him and Aaliyah. Oh, yeah. Aaliyah was like, oh, that was the lie or whatever. And he was like, it's fine. And she was like, is it? And he was like, no, but, like, it should be. I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact that he was like, no, I'm upset, but, like, it is fine. Like, it's totally fine. But then he went on to say, how many girls have I tumbled before you? <laughs> Gross. And that's how you know this book is hard, YA, because she was really trying hard to not just say sex, which, like, is fine. Yeah, totally. But Tom, like, he really was like, I've had sex plenty of times before, so, like, I don't really, like, he recognized that he didn't have a right to be upset regardless of what Which I appreciated. Yeah, appreciated. That's what I'm saying. I appreciate him as a character, and I feel like he's useful, but, like, fuck off. I don't want them to have a relationship. Also, imagine being in love with somebody for like 10 years and your first kiss being in the middle of fucking nowhere when you haven't brushed your teeth or had a bath in like a week and a half. Like, bro. But it was in the snow. But it was in the... (laughs) Get your dragon breath, crusty ass mouth away from my face, my guy. No. Listen, I don't care how long I've been in love with you. If you approach me with non-brushed teeth for who knows how long, because who knows how I brushed his teeth before then. No. Go trek your ass in the snow. Go I go would, melt that snow. I go melt the snow. And I want you to mouthwash. I want you to use some melted he would, he would lean in and the way that I would step back and be like, actually, why don't you go track down some mint, my guy? I know there's some mint in this forest somewhere. There's got You're the mint. best tracker there is. Go find your ass some mint. Go melt some, uh, go melt some snow in your hands. So switch it switch around, it around and then come back and let's see. Matter of <laughs> fact, I'll melt it for you. I'm the sun summoner. I can bring that here. Yeah. I'll boil it in your mouth with that audacity to kiss me with unbrushed teeth. Dude. Oh with your God. crusty ass. Also, also, that's another thing. So, like, whenever whenever she, whenever the Darkling, like, captured her or whatever, and they were traveling and everything, and she was talking about, like, how they wouldn't let her out of the carriage, I really just want a book that talks about all the disgusting sides of that. Like, did yeah, she you- then have to, like, pee and shit on herself, or did they make stops for that because she talked about how Ivan yes. was, like, watching her the whole time yeah. and, like, trying to pretend that he wasn't. So I really mm-hmm. just want that awkwardness of them, like, stopping for her to go to the bathroom and Ivan just, like, following her into the woods and her being like, all right. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. I guess this is what it's going to be. <laughs> and him just, like, not even turning around either, just, like, staring, like, past her, like, trying to look that's like he's a- not looking. Like- that's something that... I- I absolutely have beef with. All right, we already don't see, like, things from a realistic point of view in movies, like having to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Which, 
listen, I get because movies like have to be condensed. So obviously like showing the realistic nature of having to go to the bathroom isn't really important in the grand scheme of things. I get that. But like it's a book. Yeah. All right, you have 358 pages. Yeah. It can literally be as long as you want it to be. You're the author. You make the rules. So can we please address the natural part of nature calling? Yeah, exactly. Like, let's, like, let's normalize that. Let's bring that into the, into the aspect of, like, because they didn't want to make any like... stops, so they forced me to yeah. not, you know, use the bathroom for X amount of hours or, like... yeah. I yelled I feel like, like a lot of people don't want to do it because it brings like a comedic aspect to it. Like think about how funny Harry Potter would have been with people <laughs> just going to the bathroom. People going to the bathroom all the time. Like imagine okay, imagine Harry and Ron having to go to the bathroom at the same time in between classes and like Yeah. Because that's why they were late to potions the first day, let's be for real. <laughs> but also think about how funny, okay, this scene with uh <clears throat> with Malfoy and Harry when Harry like goes into oh the bathroom and he's like God <laughs> Malfoy's like crying and everything. Like imagine if he was just like <laughs> just taking hands, just like taking pictures, <laughs> like turned around like could you not? <laughs> just walks right up to the urinal to take a piss like Hey bro, you good? So like I think that's why people don't like to do it because it definitely can bring a comedic aspect, but like but it doesn't I- have to. But I see you looking at me right now. As soon as I get my dick back into my pants, we can fight. I just hold off for a minute because I don't want to get it cut off. <laughs> or imagine, imagine. It's the only thing I have going for me other than my scar. <laughs> okay, but now imagine that Malfoy is still, like, crying like he was in that scene, but he's just, like, also shitting at the same time. No, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Okay. Not a cry shit. <laughs> that would be so great. That's such a result. You hear him blubbering like a baby in a result. Oh, you hear like he's under the stone. He's like, I can't. Harry comes in. Are you almost done? Because, like, I'm trying to have beef. <laughs> Are you almost done? Because I'm trying to fucking fight, man. Oh, my God. All right. Maybe, <coughs> maybe we've discovered why. But it doesn't have to be No, it doesn't comedic. have to Like, no. it, she's been captured. There's nothing comedic about that. I'm it's sweating disgusting. from laughing. Oh, my God. Um, no, it definitely doesn't have to be comedic. Like, we can talk about, um, in Kingdom of Ash. By Sarah J. Moss when, um... Oh, yeah, yeah, Um... Hmm? Help me out here. Aylin? Yep, thanks. Totally blanked on that name. I'm not dumb. I was just panicking. <laughs> when... Oh, bless you. I'm sorry. When, Thank you. When Aylin is left in the iron uh, box... Mm-hmm. For so... And obviously, that, like, that's super intense. Sorry yeah. if you haven't read a the series that's been out for a really long time. And she talked about it. Kind of late to say spoiler, but spoiler. um, But she talks about how she's left in the box for so long that she ends up having to relieve herself. And obviously Mm -hmm. that's, like, not a comedic aspect whatsoever. You know, uh, whatsoever. It's super intense. 
Um, but it does add but, that yeah. like, sense of realness, like, oh, this is yes. bad for her. Like, yeah. I feel like that would have made it... And it would have made it feel so much more, like, real because, like, yeah, and and this one, she was talking about, like, how she's being held captive and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. but then, like, at the same time, like, it seems like they're treating her fairly well because she needs to be alive, but, like, just because she needs to be alive doesn't mean she needs to be treated nicely. So, yeah, like, I mean, you can, you're not going to kill someone by, like, making them hold their bladder for six hours or, like... Punching yeah. them in the face a couple times, like. right? So I feel like it would have it would have really made it more like intense and for us to be like, oh fuck, she is like in trouble. Yeah, for there to be like, have... some sort of like just something extra. I yeah, feel like. speak. Yeah, speaking on that, I. Yeah, and I mean, I get that it's a it's a YA book, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be like. Not intense whereas Mm -hmm. I now that we're talking about it I definitely could have used a little more intensity on the captive um scenes because it was like like you said they did they did when she was chained to the to the pole all night which Mm -hmm. at the end of the day like okay yes that is like I would hate that but that doesn't really it's not like super intense you know what I mean it's just and I kind of would expect more from someone who seems to be so, um, feared and aggressive as the Darkling. Yeah, exactly. I, I kind of would have expected him to kind of, um... I think his feelings spice it up a little bit. He actually real, and I think that's mm. why she, but, like, got off easy. But on the flip way. side, I'm... But on the flip side, it kind of doesn't make sense that, um, he wouldn't be, like, a little rougher with her to, like, avoid people thinking he was soft on her her yeah and to kind of like try to talk himself out of his feelings yeah for her too. because I agree with you I do think that he does <clears throat> kind of have feelings for her that are like genuine yeah um and for someone who has spent however many hundreds of years staying on point with the villain yeah it, it is a little surprising that he wouldn't kind of like rough her up a little bit just to just to make a point give yeah make a point <clears throat> yeah, give himself I an agree. ego boost mm-hmm. try to get over his feelings for her all that i agree good stuff <laughs> <laughs> why'd you say it like that good stuff <laughs> i don't know man it is what it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean... We won't talk about it then. Okay, that's fine. Yes, <laughs> I'm so defeated. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, has there been too much laughter in this episode? I was just trying to be a little funny. <laughs> Also, I was kind of thinking that he was, like, typical white dude. <laughs> you know, I don't have feelings for you. Let me prove it. I guess that's, that's what I was looking yeah. for. <laughs> yeah. um, I really, I really liked the, I'm so mad that it took her so long to realize that that collar was hers. Oh. That that power belonged to her. Yes. Because... As soon as she was like, no, I'm not going to kill this deer, I knew that it was going to be hers. Yes. Like, I knew that everything was fine. Homegirl, this ancient, powerful stag, mm-hmm. 
approached you. Let you touch it. And you were like, oh, I guess I'll take the power for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Also, <laughs> the t- like, the timing was perfect, but, like, I hate that it took her yeah, so yeah, yeah. long. Um, and it, like, yes, like, the, it, the timing had to be the way that it was, but at I the really same time, it was like, was come on. Because oh, yes. he just did, like, all of this and was like, all right, so here's how things are going to be now. And, and she, she said, actually, <laughs> let me tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave you to your own creatures, and you have fun with that, honey. Mm-hmm. And I just think it was really funny that he, like, made this whole demonstration in front of everybody yeah. from, like, all these different places. And she, she was went, like, psych! <laughs> she went, bet. She was like, so, tell me, how long has it been since you've experienced embarrassment? Yeah. A little sprinkle. <laughs> let me, let me add a little bit of spice this. You've been up on that high horse a tad too long, honey. Okay, yeah. so, um... I'm going to kick you straight off. <laughs> she really said, so here's a nice sandwich of embarrassment. Please eat it humbly, and I'm going to head out. <laughs> On the menu today is humble pie. <laughs> and, and it's only for you. Only for you. I'm That's enough go. slices. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was saying when he was screaming at her that she couldn't hide from him. That's enough slices. <laughs> he really said, you didn't have to embarrass me like that. And I feel like when he eventually, like, captures her again, because I feel like that's inevitable, right? Right. I feel like he's going to, I feel like there's definitely going to be a spot where he says, you embarrass me in front of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's definitely going to Something gonna like that. that. she embarrassed him, and she's going to hum- be like, yeah. humiliated me. Yes. And now I have to do this. Yeah. There's definitely going to be that That typical moment. gaslighting narcissism that mm-hmm. we just, you know, love to see and experience. Love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> you did this and now I have to do it. It's going to be then that he roughens her up. It's going to be then that he, you know, just knocks mm-hmm. her. And Ivan's going to be standing in the distance just And he's going to be like, mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. He's going to be like, yeah, you deserve that in book one. <laughs> <laughs> just being his usual dickish self and we're going to be like, And he's probably going to make Mal watch. <clears throat> yep. I don't know. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I haven't started book two. At all, I'm just making... These are our predictions. <laughs> we'll revisit them later. Mal's gonna be, like, chained to a beam in the tent, or, like, in a cage. Yeah, you know, he's gonna like be like, I'm gonna time. kill you when I get out of here! Yeah, like, boy, you're not getting out of there, let's be honest. You ain't gonna do shit. Not by yourself, you ain't got powers like these people. Right. You know how you can get out there? Alina's gonna get you out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's gonna save you. Typical. Typical. <laughs> I did hate that, though, that, like, it took him almost dying for her to realize her power. Like, I just really wish that she could have realized her power not via a man. Thank that you. That would have been nice. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I just... Hmm. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. That's totally, like... An understandable reaction to be like right because love is powerful and humana 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 but not only that but like even if they were still just friends like it's still her childhood friend she's known him for 10 years maybe more or less i would have been now. more appreciative of it just being that yeah of there being no like romantic aspect exactly. to it it just being genuine friends they've been through so much together they love each other as you know like brother and sister yeah always have your back they're each other's ride or dies yeah i mean 
and and that's great and I love that I would yeah. have loved it and appreciated it more if that's all it had been and mm-hmm. it wasn't I've loved him for 10 years and now I'm gonna go like yeah, I, exactly. I've been in love with him for you know x amount of time and now I'm gonna save him from dying because yeah. you know we haven't had our chance together yeah types, yeah yeah word I definitely would have appreciated it more if it was just, like, a friendship thing or whatever. Or even, <clears throat> even if it was, like, another female that she was, like, trying to save. Yes. Um, like, Ginya. Yeah. Love. Oh, my gosh. How have we gone this long without talking about her? Because I love her. I love her, but also... She had a really shitty hand dealt with her. Who said that wrong? Dealt to to her. her. Yeah. And I think she... She definitely made the best of it. She made it work for her. She did the... Yeah, absolutely. She made it work for her. She did the best that she could. Um, Super shitty that the Darkling gifted her as if she's a fucking possession to the king. And Um, in all fairness, she did warn Alina. And I think she warned her to the best of her abilities. Yeah. Right, because she didn't know Alina, so she didn't know how much Alina could be trusted with. Yeah. That's so she, that's fair too. You know, I, I mean her. because she was in a really she's she was in a really rough situation, right? Yeah. Because she could have been offed at any point. Yeah. By and the darkling, by the king or the queen. You know, she mm-hmm. had three arrows at her back at all times basically. Yeah. And I think that she um and looking at the big picture, I wouldn't have faulted her for being a villain, like mm-hmm. full-on villain. Yeah. That would have been totally justified, and I would have understood that because mm-hmm. of the situation she was in. I think she showed, honestly, a lot of compassion. Um, yeah, I agree. More than she necessarily needed to. And, yeah. and, and I really like her. I like her character. Um, and I don't know what's going to happen with her. But I would kind of hate to see her um, be gone. I hope that we see her in the next book. Yeah, I agree. I like her as well. Um, can we talk about how hilarious Alina's interaction with the queen was? Though? Oh my gosh. I love how when she walked away, the Darkling was like, how was it? And she was like, I don't know. She was like, everything she said was nice, but the whole time she was looking at me like I kicked her dog. Like, yeah. Which is so accurate of like what you expect court life to be, not mm-hmm. the one, but also just, like, meeting people like that in general. Like, they're just people that you meet sometimes where, like, it's all just fucking fake. Yeah, and you Like, they just say tell. nice things to you, but they don't, like, they don't mean them, or they yeah. say things that are just backhanded compliments. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just, like, they try to... All right, everything you said was nice, but, like... I know that you're not being nice to me. Yeah, exactly. I know that you're, like, trying to prove that you're better than me mm-hmm. right now. And I really like how... a weird situation, but I feel like she dealt with it really well. Especially she did. considering, like... That she had no experience? Yeah, she's yeah, never yeah. been in a situation like that. For also, sure. I liked her, like, internal monologue struggle of, like, do I curtsy or do I bow? Mm-hmm. And I liked that she bowed at the queen, and the queen was like, mm, cute. Whereas, like, she was wearing pants, that was absolutely the right decision to make, okay? Yes. You curtsy when you're in a dress or skirt because curtsies don't look pretty if you can see your legs. That's yes. the whole thing about Oh my gosh, yeah, they're so awkward. They look aw- fucking awkward, dude. She so was in awkward. pants, so she bowed as she should have. Also, she was in military dress, okay? You're not going to 
curtsy to somebody dressed in a military uniform. No. Okay? Like, no, that's just not going to happen. And I just love that the queen was like, mm, cute. Like, no, you know that it, she made the right choice by bowing and mm-hmm. not curtsying. Let's just be real. Why did the queen say something like, I hate pretense or something like that? Yeah, like, Yeah, like trying to, like, compliment her for her decision, kind of, but, like, not really at the same time. Yeah. And I also love how the Darkling called the king a... Uh, a, ch- a, child. a child. Yeah. <clears throat> and then um, Genya called one of the princes a puppy in their language. Yeah. Like, kind of, that's just so spot on for, like, how I kind of think of, of like, generically, ro- generic royalty. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like, because that's how it's portrayed, like, in TV and, like, other books and stuff like that. Like, and even kind of through... always a child. And, right, then, and like, even, like, through, always are, like... Even through history, all right, how yeah. many kings of England have acted like utter and absolute fucking children? Yeah, exactly. King Henry VIII? Yeah. If you know your history, I don't need to say anymore. Yeah. Like, come on. Literally most of them. So I really... Children. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I really, I appreciated that. I was like, mm. and I like Halloween. It was like, oh my god, they're speaking treason. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> but it was so she, like, she's like, like, anybody could hear you right now. You understand, right? And they're just like, as yeah, if someone's gonna could hear me would agree. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. As if someone was gonna behead the Darkling for saying that the king was a child. Like, yeah, like if anything, they'd be like, you right. And the, oh my, so speaking kind of of like court and everything, mm-hmm. the app- apparat. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. F- full on fucking assaulting the sun summoner. Yeah. Um, bro. Like. I even. Even. It's just weird. Like throughout. Like I could never like gauge his intentions or like if he, he gave was good me or bad. I was like, you just gave me really creepy vibe. Like, like full on ebgbs. Like, yeah. what the fuck is your deal? Like, there's some people that give you vibes and you can't tell what they are, and you're just like, I feel like you just need to die. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Guess that's the vibes <laughs> I got from him. I was like, I can't tell if you're good or bad, but you. Someone needs like to you kill you. Yeah, I feel like you should definitely just. Like, man, and I, like, and I still can't fully gauge mm. what his deal is and what's going on with him. Because obviously Darkling was like, oh, he has his uses. And then the end of Shadow and Bone, the king falls ill. And he um, takes over. And he's taking over. But at the same time, he, like, was low-key trying to warn Alina. So it's like, what are you... Are you trying to play your own game? Like, right? Is he kind of like Ginya, whereas like he has his <clears throat> own hand and he's doing the best he can with it? But yeah. then like he came after Alina in the um. Oh, what's it called? The like the hospital ward oh, that yeah, she yeah. was in. Yeah. And then he just like poof disappeared in the thin air, and yeah. it was like, what the actual fuck just happened here? Yeah. So he like goes back and forth. But then between, he gift. Like, but then he gave her that gift, right? And yeah. I really felt like that was. There, I felt like there was a lot of um, intention mm-hmm. with that gift, and I feel like he was like trying to like educate her and warn her at the same time. I yeah. felt like it was kind of one of those situations where like, because it was a book about the saints, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like he was almost like look at how they ended look at how like that's kind of like what I got from that was like what's the con like 
educate yourself so you can see the common theme because he's I mean because people are saying she's a saint because she's one of a kind you know yeah. and she's you know gonna be the savior and all of that and yeah but uh, yeah I don't I don't really know what's going on there so that's kind of interesting yeah I'm, in, I'm interested to see what happens with him later on yeah I feel like everything in the book was really straightforward except for arguably that. except for his character yeah yeah, yeah I agree which, yeah, I'm interested to see how that's going to go. Because it could really go either way. He could really yeah. be like... And neither way would be unexpected either. Like, he mm-hmm. could end up being yeah. good and you would be like, yeah, yes. okay, so he's just okay. a little weird. And then he could end up being bad and you'd be like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I see that. Yeah, yeah. So for I sure. So I feel like either way, like, it's, like, just expected. Yeah, I agree with that <clears throat> completely. All right, so I think that about wraps up this episode. Any mm-hmm. final thoughts? Um, I don't think so. I'm super excited to start this next book now. I really am too. I <laughs> I finished Shadow and Bone in three nights. Yeah, not I finished it in two days. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So I'm interested to see. I haven't like compared um how Shadow and Bone is like thickness to thickness wise to the other books. Um, so I, I don't really. Know. I think they're equal. like oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like the um I feel like the next one is a little bit thicker, but I feel like overall they're pretty equal. So yeah, and I'm really excited to see what happens next. Yeah, I am too. All right, well, as always, thank you so much for listening to and supporting us. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitch. You'll find the links to all of our social media as well as links to all the listening platforms you can find us on at msha.ke forward slash ink drinkers. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back in two weeks for our next episode. Was it episode six now? Yeah, episode six. Yeah, and we'll be talking about Storm and Siege. That's the next one, right? Or is it mm-hmm. Siege and Storm? Storm and Siege, right? Um, the next one. <laughs> the, the next, next one. The in next the book series. in the series. I called it, um, on Facebook, I called it our uh, Grishaverse series. Okay. Because yeah. we're doing these three, and then we're taking a short hiatus, and then we're going with the Six of Pro 